0: Renegade Talk Radio.
1: From the InfoWars.com studios, it's The Real News with your host, David Knight.
2: Welcome on this Wednesday, September the 5th, 2018. I'm David Knight, your host. Here we have Jerry Springer slamming President Trump and saying he took my show and brought it to the White House. What does it say about Jerry Springer when the worst insult he can come up with to somebody is to compare them to himself? <laughs> this is what's but we're going to take a look at what uh, Woodward has done. Also, another slap at President Trump, we're going to take a look at this, is uh, Woodward really the icon of mainstream journalism, or is he just a con man? We're going to take a look at what he said, we're going to take a look at what the White House and the people uh, that he allegedly quoted replied in terms of that, but we're really going to focus today, Uh, we're going to look at those issues, but the focus today is going to be what's going on on the Hill. Because another top story today is how Saudi Arabia has declared online satire to be a punishable offense, punishable by up to five years in prison. And this is for any content that ridicules, mocks, provokes, disrupts public order, has religious values or public morals that they don't approve of, being used in social media. Isn't it amazing how social media has become? the control tool that governments use against free speech of its citizens. I mean, this is not a satire. This is Saudi Arabia coming after satire, criminalizing satire. And, of course, they're not the first ones to do it. We had President Xi in China come after anybody posting Winnie the Pooh pictures because he felt that that was being used in a meme to criticize him. And so Winnie the Pooh is banned in China and a lot of other terms that they search for. And their partners in all of this are Google. And so Google is called by Democrat Senator Mark Warner to come to Capitol Hill to talk about that, talk about how they have partnered with the Chinese government on censorship. I guess what he wants to find out is why they won't partner with the Democrats even more closely, because they are partnering with the Democrats and with the Republicans. It is our government as well as the European Union, that are acting like the Chinese dictator, President Xi, and these uh, Saudi headchoppers, who are also our allies. Across the world, what we have seen is the World Wide Web has become a web or a net of censorship and control. And so we're going to take a look at what's going on on Capitol Hill today, what I think is happening as we see a lot of stories being planted by the never-Trump conservative media, like the Wall Street Journal, putting pressure out there saying, hey, look at this, Jack Dorsey personally decided not to shut down Alex Jones. Shame on him. We've had a lot of news coming out from his uh, liberal employees, and clearly that's where Jack is politically as well. But they have an issue. They have covertly shut down conservative media. And that is something, when you come to these hearings, one of the hearings may focus on that, uh, the one where he is by himself, the one in front of the House uh, committee, the one where he will be with the uh, COO of Facebook, Sheryl Sandberg. That is going to focus on this phony foreign influence nonsense. Folks, even if you believe that the Russians had a big influence on our election, or even wanted to, how do you compare $100,000 worth of Facebook ads to a billion dollars that Hillary Clinton spent or to shutting down all conservative free speech on Facebook? That doesn't influence the election, but $100,000 in ads does? They don't want to argue about analytics, because, uh, and we don't really want to get into that argument either. We're going to have dueling analytics here. Now, what they're trying to do is give them cover not do this covertly, but to overtly shut people down, just like they've done Alex Jones and InfoWars. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We knew it was coming. The whole thing was formulaic. First, demonize InfoWars,
1: lie about us, build a straw man, then sue us to add credibility to that, then have a few fake strikes on YouTube and Facebook with nebulous terms like bullying children and Islamophobia. And then voila, two weeks later, ban InfoWars completely off of dozens of major platforms where we were all in the top five or top 10 news feeds. Go to InfoWars.com forward slash show. Subscribe to the free podcast. Just click on the link, whatever you're subscribing to your podcast in, it'll pop up there. It's also critical to go to Infowars.com forward slash newsletter and give us your email so that we can stay in contact with you and send you videos and articles on our own platform. But whatever you do, tell folks about Infowars.com forward slash show, how they can download the free Android and iPhone apps, how they can then reach out to others with the information and point out this is the verboten info. This is what they don't want you to
3: see.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
3: You found it. It's the real news. Live from the Infowars.com studios in Austin, Texas, it's your host, David Knight.
2: Welcome on this Wednesday, September the 5th, 2018. Today, there will be hearings on Capitol Hill. One before the Senate will include uh, the COO of Facebook, Sheryl Sandberg, and Twitter's CEO, Jack Dorsey. Google arrogantly said, we don't need to bother with you guys anymore. We're bigger than the government. Why do we need to even (laughs) pretend that we work for you guys anymore? Quite frankly, if the American government wants to shut down Google, uh, they'll just go to China. Uh, They're perfectly content working for those dictators. And uh, they will uh, do whatever they wish. They're just that big. They're too big to jail, too big to fail, too big to go to Capitol Hill. Uh, Being called there and criticized by both Democrat Mark Warner and by Marco Rubio. He says, don't act like a monopoly or we'll start treating you like one. It's like, seriously, Rubio? Uh, maybe you didn't get the memo. What what have you been doing for the last couple of years, Marco Rubio? Uh, you're, that you're so out of touch, you don't realize that Google is a monopoly. It's not a search engine though. It's not an honest search engine, and we showed that to you last week. Just type the word "idiot" in the so-called search engine of Google, and you'll see nothing but pictures of President Trump. If you look at the image tab, you know you have when you type in something, you get the articles, and then you click on the images, and you. See what they put up there. Nothing but pictures of President Trump when you type in the word idiot. If you go to a search engine, however, like DuckDuckGo, you will see a lot of different pictures. And only one or two of those are caricatures of President Trump. As I said, Google is not a search engine. It is a tool of control. And if you want to know where this is going, I think the two stories that we're going to take a look at today for the most part are going to be these Capitol Hill dog and pony shows that are going to be pushing for more censorship. That's what the Senate is doing. They're still pushing this idea, this phony idea. We got to stop foreign influence in our elections. Seriously, you want to shut down free speech of citizens? Because that's really what we're talking about. Infowars has been just taken off, deplatformed by these people on social media, by Google. Take all the videos taken off. But we're not talking even about the freedom of the press. That should be wrong. That should be wrong, even if it's being done by a private corporation, the biggest we've ever seen, Google. That should still be wrong. Censorship is still wrong when it's done by big corporations. You would think that the left would agree with that. They were very upset about the idea of Citizens United, that Supreme Court decision. That They said, well, that gives corporations too much control over our elections. They can contribute. They're treated like citizens and so forth. They complained about that, but they love when it's done to a conservative organization or a libertarian organization like InfoWars. They love it. They applaud it. They want more of it. They're demanding it on Capitol Hill. That's what they're going to be demanding today under the guise of protecting us from a foreign influence in our elections. Folks, the only thing that we have to fear is censorship itself. Censorship needs to be censored. And it needs to be censored by our government. The only thing that needs to be done is for Western governments to stop demanding censorship. But they're stepping up those demands all the time. And so that's what you're going to see on Capitol Hill. You're going to see all these questions. Why is Alex Jones still on there, Twitter? Why haven't you shut him down? We had these reports from Wall Street Journal that you personally intervened to keep in, uh, Alex Jones from being deplatformed. Oh, yeah, you put him in timeout for a while for nothing, nothing at all as virtue signaling. Uh, Twitter's Jack Dorsey said, well, no rules are broken, but we can change the rules and we can take a look at what people do off-platform and we'll put all that into consideration. We might even shut down the president. One researcher in the UK has shown that the vice president and other people who are conservative in their politics are not able to have their tweets added uh, under certain circumstances. You can curate people's tweets. And put them together. We're going to talk about uh, all of this. But when we look at all of this and the fact that Twitter is now saying, even their legal analysts say, we could take off the president himself if we choose to. Well, maybe they might want to check with that judge who said to President Trump, you cannot ban anybody off of your personal account. Not even off of the POTUS account, the president of the United States. Not even off the official presidential account. No, no. Off of your personal account that you had long before you became president. Not off of real Donald Trump. You can't ban anybody. And anybody that you ban, you got to put them back on there. And some of those people, you have not put back on. You better do that. Right now, I'm a judge, and I'm telling you what to do as president. <laughs> uh, this is absolutely insane. As we've got a judge demanding and saying, you got to do this because your account and all elected officials' accounts are public forums, and they cannot be controlled. But then you've got evidence that they're already censoring the public account that Twitter is able to censor this. So they're able to stop people from sharing the tweets of Vice President Pence. And then they further assert, without even getting this judge's approval, that Twitter or even the CEO of Twitter has the ability to shut down President Trump if they want to. How can that be? How can President Trump not ban people from his account because it is a public forum And yet Twitter can ban people not only from President Trump, not only from Vice President Pence, from from all elected officials by banning them from Twitter. How can that be? Well, we can have that because the Democrats don't care about being consistent. They don't care about the cognitive dissonance. They're just going to do whatever they wish, whatever is in their best interest, and they'll leave it to you to work out how to explain that. And if you notice that it is hypocritical, that it is illegal, that it violates ethical and moral principles, the Constitution itself, they don't care about that. That's your problem. Deal with it. They're going to do whatever they want, whatever is in there to their advantage. And so today, Twitter and Facebook are going to head to Capitol Hill. Google is too big to do that. They don't have to. Uh, These accusations, uh, say uh, Dorsey, that Uh, he personally intervened or untrue. We want to make it clear that we write our policies and our rules and our enforcement guidelines with one single principle, which is impartiality. And we'll see if these hearings, which is what I think this is what I suspect, and many of us suspect, these hearings are going to browbeat Jack Dorsey and ask him, why is he still on your platform? That's what they've been doing ever since all of the rest of the Silicon Valley oligarchs colluded to shut down InfoWars all at once within a 12-hour period. And so they're going to demand from him why he hasn't played along with this game. What's the matter with you? Why aren't you doing this? Just as before all the rest of them did this, we had Democrats on Capitol Hill in previous testimony saying, why is this story from InfoWars trending? Why are they still getting traffic? Oh, well, we're doing the best we can, Congressman. Uh, We'll just talk to you about that privately later, okay? Okay. And then within a month or so, we had uh, InfoWars completely banned within a a 12-hour period. So I think that's really what's going on. I think they're trying to give him cover to do what he would like to do anyway. They're going to say, uh, we're going to put pressure on you so that you can overtly censor InfoWars. Because, folks, we have to understand that covertly they've been doing this for quite some time. Here's an example of what Facebook is doing. This is the censorship of an NPR report. Yes, National Proletarian Radio. (laughs) Uh, Facebook removed an NPR article that was posted to their platform last Wednesday, a week ago, claiming that it was spam. Why did they think it was spam? Well, they thought it was spam because it didn't tow the Democrat Party line. It had a title, The School Shootings That Weren't. And what happened was NPR actually did some real journalism. They had the U.S. Department of Education under Obama reporting that in the period of 2015 to 2016, there were 235 school shootings. And so they said, let's get some more information on these school shootings. And so they wanted to, I guess, to to try to dig deeper and to see how bad these were and to write a, a piece about gun control because that'd be the angle that NPR would be taking. But to their credit... When they started looking at these supposed 235 school shootings that were reported by the Department of Education under Obama, they could only confirm 11 of those. That's right, over uh, of, of the uh, 235, only 11 actually occurred, according to NPR. So they put that story out, people share it, and Facebook shuts that information down. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm David Knight.
4: Staying healthy on the go is just as important as staying healthy at home, but sometimes supplements don't work fast enough. That's why InfoWars Life has created a powerful new addition to the Super Blue line, Super Blue Silver Immune Gargle. Available in one ounce, three and a half ounce, and 16 ounce bottles, Immune Gargle is perfect for the bathroom, kitchen, or wherever you go. The incredible new purifying formula is dentist recommended for daily use whenever you feel like you need to stay clean as a powerful hand purifier or oral cleansing formula just a small spray will help you stay clean when you feel surrounded by toxins with powerful yet simple ingredients immune gargle features silver soul nano silver for a powerful cleansing alternative with super blue silver immune gargle staying toxin free is easy and affordable help stop the spread of toxins and stay healthy with super blue silver immune gargle only available at infowarslife.com that's infowarslife dot com. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable tablets.
1: The Real Red Pill Plus, ladies and gentlemen. Our team is constantly on the lookout for newer and better ways to improve our products. That's why we're bringing you a brand new version of one of the newest fan favorite products, the Real Red Pill Plus. The Real Red Pill Plus is an all new Version of the powerhouse Pregnantone product. It features the same great formula that supports your heart, brain, healthy aging process, with an all-new natural caffeine boost included. A powerful pregnenolone base, the real red pill, and quickly become one of our fellow info warriors' favorite products. Now. With an extra proprietary energy blend inside, including green tea extract, mate leaf extract, and more, you can get that extra pick me up while supporting your mind and body in a healthy way. It's got all the great stuff that Real Red Pill has, but it's also got the boost in it. Get the Real Red Pill Plus at Infowarsstore.com.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
3: You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
2: Welcome back. That's right. NPR actually did some research about all these bogus claims that are circulating Around And they said, out of the 235 reported school shootings by the Department of Education, we only found 11 of those. Now, that's only 4% of those that are true. And they actually walked that back. They said, well, there were 71 school shootings that we couldn't confirm. But 161 of those people that they contacted said there was no shooting at all. So they didn't hear back from 71 people. So they said they assumed that the Department of Education wasn't lying about that, even though they were lying about at least two-thirds. So they said, uh, well, you know, we didn't get answers back from these other 71, but we'll say that it occurred there because, you know, they're NPR. And they said, well, over 66% of reported school shootings never occurred. No, over 96% of the school shootings never occurred. Only 11 could be confirmed. The others, they're still waiting for. But the most interesting thing about this, I think, well, maybe not the most that's pretty interesting uh, that that would come out. But I think one of the most interesting things about this is how Facebook censored it. NPR did this with the help of a nonprofit group called Child Trends, and they actually did some real journalism. And when they found the story, they had the integrity to report it, even though it didn't fit their narrative. Good job, NPR. I'm absolutely amazed and surprised that they did that. What I'm not amazed and surprised at, is that Facebook would then censor that. As one uh, individual said, uh, reported by Freethought Project, my colleague shared NPR's article with some 1,100 Facebook followers on Tuesday. It was flagged as spam and removed by Facebook. And as Freethought Project says, uh, what's most troubling about this case is that it strongly suggests Facebook is censoring information that conflicts with a particular political narrative. You think? You think? people have been strongly suggesting that everywhere for quite some time. And we have seen uh, Alex Jones Infowars deplatformed off of Facebook. Uh, That is uh, clearly focusing on a a particular political narrative and trying to interfere in the election. Far more than the alleged, again, alleged after three trips, you finally had Zuckerberg say, oh, okay, well, I think maybe 100,000 ads were taken out by foreign actors, maybe Russians, trying to hack the election. That, That manipulated the election. So uh, let's just leave it at that. you think that taking out one of the biggest uh, sites that supports President Trump's agenda is going to affect the election? Do you think that censoring billions, perhaps tens of billions of views and shares of conservatives affects the election? Do you think that shutting down an NPR report that shows that Obama's Department of Education was lying about school shootings, do you think that would affect the election? That is being done by Facebook. And if you want to talk about manipulating the election, let's talk about that. And we're going to get to Bernstein later on. Uh, And the uh, book and the charges that he made out there. You know, we got Deep Throat now singing again. (laughs) I never really believed that Woodward and Bernstein were the ace reporters that everybody else believed. They were just being used. As dupes, I, I never believed the Washington Post would run with a couple of guys who said, well, we got a source. We're not going to tell you who that source is. Uh, no, this was a deep state coup. And if you can believe what the government says, to whatever extent that you want to believe what the government says, I'm always skeptical about anything that anybody in the government says, especially when it's the people at the top of the FBI. And uh, the guy who was number two at the FBI said uh, later on, he said, well, I was deep throat whatever. It's the same thing that we're seeing now. And so is uh, Bob Woodward, is he the icon of American journalism or is he just a con man? That's what we're going to take a look at. Is he somebody, uh, he and um, Bernstein, Bernstein came out and did an expose after it had been exposed to some degree by the church committee hearings. He comes out and talks about Operation Mockingbird because what he did was he put a spin on it and he was disassociating himself from the deep state CIA, FBI people that had been using him. Very important that he maintained that cover so he can maintain his effectiveness. So we've got Woodward and Bernstein doing what they have done before. But what is really troubling about all this is the censorship, the direct censorship that is being done by these social media companies. And as I pointed out at the top of the hour, we've got Saudi Arabia saying that any kind of online satire is going to be a punishable offense up to five years in prison. Anything that you do religiously that they don't like, this uh, theocracy that's there. It's absolutely amazing to me how people get all excited about this Hulu series, The Handmaid's Tale. And even their worst dystopian Christian patriarchy doesn't even compare to what's happening right now in Saudi Arabia. Why don't you just do a documentary about Saudi Arabia or a dramatization about what's going on in Saudi Arabia? You don't have to make up some kind of phony thing about a phony Christian uh, white male uh, patriarchy. Just take a look at what's going on in Saudi Arabia. Oh, they don't want you to see that. All these people like Hillary Clinton embrace that. They love that. And we're doing the same thing that the Saudis and Chinese dictator President Xi is doing. Western governments have abandoned the principle of free speech. They've abandoned your ability to speak freely, not just the freedom of the press in terms of shutting down Alex Jones and Infowars. They have abandoned the principle of free speech of the people because that's really what they're focusing on with this social media attacks. Your ability, not just to see and hear what you choose, but to be able to pass that along with comment. That is what they are attacking. They're attacking you when they do that. And so these hearings today, are to give cover to these people to do more of it. They're going to demand more of what you saw them do to Alex Jones already. They're going to demand that Twitter do that. They're going to give him cover to do what he really wants to do, to do it overtly, overtly. Silicon Valley's clumsy and partisan censorship practically invites intervention from Washington, D.C., said Sean Malone as he's talking about what they did, shutting down the NPR expose of the lies of the Department of Education under Obama, Exaggerating, uh, taking 11 school shootings and turning them into 235. 11 actual school shootings, but they report 235. And they go back and they said, Well, we were able to get to 161 of those. And they told NPR, Nothing happened here, nothing at all. The other 71, they could not be confirmed. Something they said, and some of those did happen in four instances, in four instances of additional instances besides the 11. Something did occur, but it didn't meet the government's parameters for a shooting. So Obama's Department of Education was just lying to you so they could get gun control. And Facebook will shut down NPR when NPR tells you the truth about Obama's lies. Isn't that amazing? Is that interfering with the election? (laughs) You better believe it is. And when we talk about this gun control issue and we talk about where these corporations are, look, Nike illustrated they don't really care what you think. Facebook doesn't care. Facebook will practice censorship even though people are now leaving in droves. Businesses are leaving in droves because they realize that Facebook is against them. Individuals are leaving in droves. Their stock is plummeting. Saw the same thing happen with Nike yesterday. Their stock plummeted by $4 billion because they thumbed their nose at 54% of the American public. So Levi Strauss, we've got more dicks at Levi's. These people didn't learn the lesson from Dick's Sporting Goods, so now Levi Strauss is going to launch a million-dollar gun control campaign. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) Levi Strauss.
6: We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients, Ultimate Bone Broth. Infowars Life is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits. This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth, one of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com.
7: As the years go by, it gets harder and harder to keep up with your body's nutritional needs. With changes in diet, unnatural ingredients, and stress, you may not be able to get all the necessary nutrients, amino acids, vitamins, and minerals needed daily.
3: We are kept afloat only by your loyal patronage, and that's why we need you to go to the site now. If you're not in the market for one of our greatest nutraceuticals, please consider a contribution. 25, 50, 100, 250, or even $500 would be a godsend to our important work here to beat back the globalists and to destroy their campaign of censorship in which they want to strangle our First Amendment rights. Hey, how would you like to
6: take InfoWars with you wherever you go? Well, now you can do just that with the new official InfoWars app. And here's the best part. It is absolutely free at the Apple Store and Google Play. You can join the InfoWars today. Check it out right now at InfoWars.com forward slash
1: app. It's the InfoWars official app taken on the globalist at point blank range and with your help spreading it and with your help downloading it we are unstoppable.
8: Nourish a probiotic friendly environment in your gut with Prebiotic Fiber by InfoWars Life. Help the good bacteria thrive and support overall digestive health with our specially formulated prebiotic fiber a mixture of clinically studied and organic acacia, fruit and flax fiber. Prebiotic fiber is soluble fiber that ferments in the gut to help feed good bacteria, which helps you digest food, absorb nutrients, and even support your immune system. InfoWars Life's cutting-edge formula only brings you the highest quality, organic, and clinically studied ingredients. Cheap prebiotic fibers are used up only at the beginning of the colon, but our premium organic acacia fiber is slowly digested by the good bacteria, Throughout the entire colon for maximum prebiotic effect. Head to infoWarsLife.com or call one eight 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 two five three three one three nine.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to Real News
3: with David Knight.
0: I was raised. Stop up believing I was somehow unique, like a snowflake, distinct among snowflakes, unique in each way you can see. And there now you go, away. a snowflake
2: snowflakes. The most unique I'd of these snowflakes I'd are the ones be be who are in Silicon Valley. They were raised to believe that they were somehow unique. And they are a cog in some great machinery. And they care far more about that than about making any money. That is really what is behind all this. What we're seeing with these people from Facebook, from Google, from Twitter. Uh, they're feeling their power. They're, they're, they're uh, really not interested, however, in making money. And we can see this with Nike. We can see it with Levi. As I said, as we're going to break, Levi Strauss has launched a million dollar gun control campaign. Well, they might want to check with dicks and see how that worked out for them before Levi pulls a dick move here. Banning these kinds of sales that they're saying that they want to put out a million dollar gun control campaign on would not have stopped a single mass shooting that occurred in the past 18 years, as Breitbart points out. But if you talk about the fact that the Obama administration, Department of Education said there was 235 school shootings from 2015 to 2016. NPR looks at it and says, wait, we could only find 11. And we could find another four where something happened, but it doesn't meet the definition of the government in terms of a shooting. And then they've got 77 or 71 that uh, they didn't get a determinate answer on, but they said, look, at least 66% of this stuff is bogus. Folks, if they could only confirm 11 of them, I would say that 96 percent, not 66 percent, 96 percent of the school shootings reported by the Department of Education were a lie to push gun control. So now Levi Strauss is going to push this. They don't care what it's going to do to their sales. Nike doesn't care what it does to their stock. Four billion dollars gone down. Facebook doesn't care what it does to their stock. Why is it that these people don't care about money? They only care about politics, and they're willing to shoot their own companies in the foot. Look at what Twitter was doing. In terms of last week, they started suggesting people to unfollow, unfollow. Now, Twitter is the only social media company that I have personally engaged with because I didn't like the clutter of Facebook. And that was a decision I made long before I saw how creepy uh, Zuckerberg was. But I just didn't like the way Facebook was structured. Uh, With Twitter, I could see stuff in little snippets. And so initially, I just used it as kind of a a news feed. I would subscribe to people and see what they were talking about. And I was just kind of passively watching the news before I uh, started actually engaging and putting out my stuff on it. I just kind of watched it for a while. But uh, they would always suggest people for me to follow. And you would expect that that's what they would do. They're trying to build their base, right? But now all we hear from social media is who we're going to shut down, not who we're going to add. If you have a real business, what you want to do is to expand that, right? You don't want to throw people out of your store. You want more people in your store. So you'd be suggesting people to follow. But now they're suggesting people to unfollow. Because it's not about making money. It's about the politics of meaning. Remember when Hillary Clinton did that back in 1993? She made a speech here in Austin, Texas her famous politics of meaning, and of course uh she borrowed that phrase from somebody else, or I should say, stole it, uh, just like she said, uh, Hey, there's an info war going on, information war going on, and we're losing it, an information war going on, and we're losing it, yeah, she understands it's an information war, so we call it info wars. She also stole our resistance thing for years had, you know, you are the resistance, remember that it's part of the <laughs> Uh, the bumper that we would have on our our segments, you are the resistance. Now she stole that as well because after she lost the info war and after she lost the election, she thought, well, I better steal their slogan and then we can shut them down so nobody hears what they're doing. Of course, we're still on a lot of radio stations. We're still on a lot of TV stations. Still have the website that made us uh, very large. And we're still on Twitter. We'll see what happens with Twitter as they go before them. But again, I don't think it is about the profit for these people anymore. Not for these millennials. Uh, you know, Hillary Clinton, when she made that politics of meaning, she was talking about an ethical and spiritual crisis in America. And so she offered these people who were godless and without ethics, without a foundation, without any system of belief, she offered them something, politics, Her politics. Follow me. You can be with her. You're not going to get meaning in your life from politics. And I say this as somebody who spends virtually all of my waking hours looking at politics one way or the other anymore. Uh, There is no meaning to life in politics. Yes, we have to watch these people. Yes, we have to know what they're planning to do. Yes, we have to protect ourselves and our families from these predators. That's why I look at politics. I don't look at politics for meaning. But that's what Hillary Clinton was offering people. She was saying, you can find some meaning in your life. She said, the free market makes lots of money, but it has no values. And she said, so the government takes our money, and I would add, they take our freedom. But Hillary Clinton put it this way. She said, they take our money to assist us in becoming better and more equal. Oh, is that really what we want? We want everybody leveled down. That is the socialist progressive model. It is a leveling. Pulling everybody down for this egalitarian floor that they're going to put everybody on. Because, folks, if everybody is going to be equal, and that's what they're talking about, they're not talking about equality of opportunity. That's a very different thing than making sure that everybody gets the equal results. That is a communist socialist tactic. What our founders called Levelers. Yes, there were socialists and communists back at the time that this country was founded. They didn't call themselves socialists and communists. They didn't have all these fancy words like proletariat and bourgeoisie and precariat and the proficients and the solitariat and all this other nonsense that's out there. No, they were just levelers. They just wanted to take what you had. <laughs> they didn't want anybody to have anything more than they did. They were just envious of what other people had. And the founders knew that very well. They wanted to have equality of opportunity, not equality of results. But that's what Hillary Clinton wants. She wants to push everybody down. So she says that's the free market. Makes a lot of money, but it has no values. No, it does have a value. It's called liberty. That was the value, Hillary, that this country was built upon. Liberty, freedom. That is a value. That is something that many of us value. That's why we don't want to have anything to do with Hillary Clinton and her ilk. And there are many like her in the Republican Party as well. John McCain was one, for example. Don't value freedom or liberty. They place no value on that whatsoever. Because that is antithetical to what they want to accomplish. So she says the government takes our money to assist us in becoming better and more equal. That's where we get our meaning and our ethics and our spiritual values is from government and being with her. Let me tell you something, folks. That is the path for a useless life. Hillary Clinton is going to die one way or the other, one day or the other. So is President Trump. So am I. We're all going to die. What is going to be the meaning to your life when you die? Yeah, I know. We have the transhumanists out there saying, we're going to fight death. We're going to overcome it. We're going to fix it with technology or better medicine or whatever. No, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Nobody gets out alive. What is going to be the meaning of your life? Maybe you should look for the creator of life for your meaning. Maybe you should think about that. But let's go back to where they find their meaning in life. Let's play a little bit of the helplessness blues because I think this is the anthem of these millennials who are controlling the Internet. People like Jack Dorsey, people like Sheryl Sandberg, people like Mark Zuckerberg, especially Mark Zuckerberg. Go back and play some of this and just think about the lyrics here. I'll talk over this a little bit so we don't get a, a hit. <laughs> but go ahead and play the Helplessness Blues.
0: I was raised up
2: believing Yeah they're raised up believing that because I heard from Hillary Clinton.
0: 1993
2: the beginning of where the morning started.
0: Flake, among snowflakes unique in each way you can see. And I'm thinking, well, thinking about say this. I'd what's their
2: meaning? What's the politics of meaning?
0: A functioning cog in some great machinery. Yeah, let's take this to break. Me, but I don't, I
2: don't know. Yeah, he doesn't know, but he's gonna he's gonna get back to you. That's what Zuckerberg said constantly. <laughs> I'll get back to you someday. Well, Sheryl Sandberg's gonna be there today. We knew it was coming.
1: The whole thing was formulaic. First demonize InfoWars, lie about us, build a straw man, then sue us to add credibility to that, then have a few fake strikes on YouTube and Facebook with nebulous terms like bullying children and Islamophobia. And then voila, two weeks later, ban InfoWars completely off of dozens of major platforms where we were all in the top five or top 10 news feeds. Go to InfoWars.com forward slash show. Subscribe to the free podcast. Just click on the link, whatever you're subscribing to your podcast in, it'll pop up there. It's also critical to go to infowars.com forward slash newsletter and give us your email so that we can stay in contact with you and send you videos and articles on our own platform. But whatever you do, tell folks about infowars.com forward slash show how they can download the free android and iphone apps how they can then reach out to others with the information and point out this is the verboten info this is what they don't want you to see do you realize that when you spread the links from infowars.com when you spread the videos you are changing the world it's you that has defeated hillary and the globalist it is you the info warriors across the planet that stood against the bullying, that stood against the peer pressure, that stood against the threats, that have now changed the world. And that's why you've been on the team, supporting us, praying for us, and spreading the word. You are the info war, And now because of their intensifying censorship, it's more important than ever
9: One of the most incredible cups of coffee can be found in the high mountains of southern Mexico, where the Chiapas farmers have spent years perfecting their techniques. Based off hundreds of years of traditional techniques and perfect conditions, we've sourced only the best to provide you with our immune support and Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. Ancient Mayan knowledge is paired with the natural fertility of the land to generate the world's finest coffee bean. Carefully harvested and free of toxic chemicals used in big agricultural productions, Patriot Blend coffees have a smooth, bold flavor with great depth to give you just what you need in the morning, you can even choose to start your morning healthier with the Immune Support Blend, infused with a powerful blend to support your immune response and stamina. It's time to take care of your morning routine. Get a bag of Patriot Blend coffee to support the show while enhancing your morning routine at InfoWarsStore.com.
10: You deserve a deep, restful sleep with Knockout by InfoWars Life.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
3: You're listening to real news with David Knight.
2: Set us free from this cesspool. It's not a swamp. It is a cesspool called Washington, D.C. Everything that I saw on the news yesterday just disgusted me. I don't find any meaning in politics as Hillary Clinton does. I understand what politics means to her. It means a path to power and wealth. But it means people interfering in my life. And it probably means the same thing to you. You're probably not in the position to make yourself wealthy and powerful. Out of what's going on in Washington, like these people are, I want to play for you a little bit of the Democrats who got caught muttering into the mic here in a moment. But before we do, I just want to precede the disgusting display that we saw yesterday at the Supreme Court confirmation hearings in the Senate for Judge Kavanaugh, who will become Supreme Court justice. It's just the uh, Democrats who are muttering to themselves and to their voters. And trying to disrupt this, as uh, one of the individuals, uh, there was one, Senator Cornyn said, uh, well, we hear that this is supposed to be a, like a court proceeding. Well, if this is a court proceeding, you'd be in contempt of court. But i got a story here from Real Politics before we play these clips for you. Uh, three Texas doctors talked to author and commentator Adam Schindler, uh, who was there at the hearings. And he talked to these doctors who were also there at the hearing, and they gave their name. And this is what they had to say. Uh, Hi, I'm Dr. Tom Schulter, I think is the way he pronounced his name, from Texas. We came here to participate in the hearings, to get in line. They told us to be here about 8, 8.30 at the latest. Get in line, go inside, hear the hearings. So we got here about 8.15. There's already 100 people in line, he said. Most of them would probably be classified by me as opposing everything that's going on with Judge Kavanaugh. And so we began to see a process of things unfold as we're standing in line that kept the line from going ahead. One thing. Is There were people who, were, who had come along who had a bag of money, and people would hand them a piece of paper, and then they would give them money. So we know money was exchanged for some of the people to be there, just to protest. There was no depth to what they're understanding. They were just there to uh, be a disruption, to protest. And they were actually told, we heard them say this, when you go in, we want you to yell, to scream, even possibly get arrested. So that was one of the processes that we saw happening. And then he talked to another doctor, Chris Dundas, Corpus Christi. These guys go on record. These are not anonymous sources speaking on background to Bob Woodward. These are people who went on record with Adam Schindler. It's reported by Real Clear Politics, has the article. And they gave their names. I'm Dr. So-and-so, and here's the town that I'm from. And so this guy is Chris Dundas, Dr. Chris Dundas, from Corpus Christi, Texas. He says, we're up here for these hearings. i got to tell you, it was very sad. It was a time-honored institution in the past, but these young people, most of them young people, but there were some old people, he said, they seem to have no heartfelt convictions about why they are here. If you have to pay somebody to protest, that's a good tell. This is not the first time we've seen the astroturf of BLM and other George Soros organizations that are out there working with the Democrat Party. These people don't have those kinds of convictions. They have to be paid to protest. (laughs) That's why we call them Astroturf. They're not grassroots. Another one, Dr. Burton Purvis, Arlington, Texas. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Martin Purvis from Arlington. The experience I shared with these other three guys was quite an enlightening one. I took off my credentials and I walked among the people to get a little bit more information and to be more acceptable to those around us. It was quite interesting as we listened to their attitudes and their actions about why they were here, what they wanted to do. The most telling thing was listening to them give names and addresses. So, when they were arrested, they were keeping a record, and they were celebrating who got arrested without any regard for any open discussion, or without even the possibility of being convinced of anything. It was just for the purpose of disruption and to have some kind of disruption of the process, folks. This is what we're seeing everywhere, and one of the reasons for this, I you know, I played the Helplessness Blues by. Uh, Fleet Foxes, and so forth. That was a tune that was written in 2011. They weren't creating the term snowflake, I guess. They were kind of reflecting on their generation and the values that they had picked up from people like Hillary Clinton. Part of those values are the idea of post-modernism, where you tell these kids that there is no such thing as absolute truth. The whole idea of modernism was that we would have the free exchange of ideas. We would have debates. We might do that even on social media or the internet, but we would do it in person. We would argue or we'd have uh, stage debates or whatever. We would try to come to an agreement or we would let people make up their mind even though the two people on opposite sides may never come to an agreement. They could make their case to an audience, whether that's people in an auditorium or whether it's people who are following on social media. They make their arguments and those people would decide what they agreed with. Uh, what part of it they thought was true, what part of it they thought was false, or if they thought all of it was true or false or whatever. But now with postmodernism, which has been something that's been taught for decades in colleges, it really has taken a hold in the population. And you can see it with the way these people operate. They don't care about discussing the pros and cons or the merits or demerits of a particular idea or policy. There's nothing to discuss. They don't think that people are anything other than a reflection of how they have grown up. That that's a it's deterministic. If you're white, you're going to think like this, even though the white people are the ones who are pushing this white privilege stuff and this Marxist ideas against other white people. Uh, They don't really think about that contradiction. Nevertheless, they believe that your background, that your upbringing, is deterministic, and there's no point in talking about this because you're not going to change any minds. And they don't try to change any minds. They get in people's face. And they scream racist, sexist, misogynist. That's what the lady who got elected yesterday in the uh, overthrow of a 10-term congressman, another Alex- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, were led to believe. And now everybody's like, look, look, another blue wave. Well, they might want to take a look at all the people that Ocasio-Cortez supported that lost. She had not had a single person that she support. When? After her win. And now they find one more, and now they're back with this narrative. Look at this. It's a blue wave. Well, it may be a blue wave when it comes to them flipping the votes on the electronic voting machines, but I still don't think that they have a majority of the people. They are winning the younger generation because we're not paying attention to what's going on in the schools. People like Bill Ayers are paying attention to what's going on in the schools. That is where they have won the war. They got the kids' minds in the early stages of their lives and they have them thinking that there is no point in having an argument or discussion, that you can't have a logical discussion, so they don't try to do it. As I've pointed out many times, we went to protest, my wife and my daughter went to protest the Planned Parenthood uh, murdering clinic here, and they put up pictures of aborted black babies holding in their hands and said, stop the black genocide. And these white Marxists, these Antifa individuals come up with black signs just to cover up what they had to say. They had nothing to say. They just want to shut down your debate. And that's where these people, cheryl Sandberg, Jack Dorsey, especially Mark Zuckerberg, especially Mark Zuckerberg, And I played that as we we're going out to break, well, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you someday. We'll see. <laughs> that's what he said in response to virtually every question when Zuckerberg was on Capitol Hill. So I we'll have to see if they're going to do that today, or are they going to pull the stunt that they did with the Kavanaugh hearing? Let's play a little bit of these Democrats muttering into the mic about how they're going to rig this stuff.
11: Mr. Chairman, thank you. I'll, just, I'll be very brief. I would just say that um, Senator Whitehouse has suggested that we handle this hearing like a court of law, but I would
12: suggest that if this were a court of law, that virtually every side, every member of the, on the. Dais on the, that side would be held in contempt of court.
6: Oh, come on.
12: Because this whole process is supposed to be a civil one where people get to ask questions and we get to get answers. And that's the basis upon which we are to exercise our constitutional responsibilities of advice and consent. So I would just suggest we get on with the hearing.
1: If uh my
2: colleague, Mr. Chairman, if no, I could just respond. If we could just would, respond to that, I would, sir, you, I, can, you can respond, but just a minute. Okay, we're going to play some of the uh, back and forth, the pandemonium that broke out in this. Because, again, they don't want to argue the merits of a judge. They don't want to argue the merits of a policy. And most importantly, they don't want you to be able to argue the merits on social media. They're going to censor you. You have to understand that the deplatforming of Alex Jones and Infowars was a direct attack on you and your ability to see and to hear and to share information that you agree with or that you disagree with. They don't want either of those things to happen. This is really about controlling the election. All right, we're going to be coming back in just a moment. We've got a special I want to tell you about. For those of you who are listening to the morning program, Wake Up America Coffee, our 100% Arabica bean coffee, non-GMO. You can save 20% off of either the original or the immune support blend of Wake Up America Coffee. Just type in the code REALNEWS at checkout to save 20%. That's typing in the code REALNEWS at checkout to save 20% off of Wake Up America Coffee. And we're going to wake you up right after the break. Stay with us.
6: One of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients, such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars Life and
1: InfoWarsLife.com is extremely excited to announce our latest release, Winter's Sun, a revolutionary type of vitamin D3. Winter's Sun is a premium quality vitamin D3 nutritional supplement. It is produced by extracting oil from healthy nutrient-dense plants known as lichens. Every batch is analyzed for purity and D3 content. It's completely free of toxins and allergens. Simply put, if you want the best at an extremely low price, this is it. Winter's Sun is the result of our
3: You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
2: Heard Alex Jones going to be live here in Austin, Texas, but Alex Jones is live in Washington, D.C., right outside the building where they're going to be having the social media censorship hearings later today. They're going to be pushing for more social media censorship. And Alex Jones is holding a live press conference right outside the building right now. Let's go to Alex Jones in Washington, D.C.
1: We're going to take this country back. And don't worry, the left wants to arrest everybody without trials. You're going to get to face your accusers. Those of you that have worked for the globalists, those of you that have been paid by foreign powers, you're going to be in front of a jury of your peers for the crimes you've committed. We've got the New York Times taking foreign money. We've got CNN taking it from Gulf dictator states. We've got you. This country, has they've used our open society to bring us down and to bring in all these foreign actors and all these criminal groups to totally sell the nation out. Mainstream media doesn't say a word about China killing 100 million of its own people. They don't say a word about killing Christians or Falun Gong or anybody else, which shows they love to do that here. And the universities are anti-free speech. Uh, the Congress doesn't let you face your accusers. Again, this they is Alex they're Jones live because they're at the Capitol Hill where
2: they're going to be having hearings later the take.
1: ...into darkness of authoritarianism. And that's where we are, and that's why I'm here to say, listen, you can edit this and do whatever you want. People on the internet are going to see this. You can't deplatform me. The New York Times ran a fake story yesterday saying, my traffic has been cut in half. I pulled up Google Analytics that morning live at a desk in my office and showed us with almost triple our previous record for the two weeks after, double our previous record, and now we're still above our all-time high uh, level for a baseline. We have record traffic. Our apps on iPhone and on Android went to number one in news right after we got banned from being like number 10. So they delisted them from being number one so people wouldn't see we were number one, but they're still there. And then the mainstream media lobbied for my apps to be taken out of the app store saying, it's not enough, we want his apps removed. And now they're lobbying in iTunes because you can still get to the directory on my website. It's on my servers. All iTunes does is put a wall up and then they direct you. They're lobbying to have millions of people's own computers delete Alex Jones on them. These people think they own your computers and my show that's free to air. This is pure authoritarianism. Are we going to just sit here and put up with this? So it is will, outrageous. Where will voices like yours are you, have to quit Twitter and track their website for you? Jack Dorsey knows which way the wind's blowing. He, they've been some of the biggest censors out there in Twitter. And I think when the president pointed out what they were doing was illegal. Uh, he, he's kind of left me up there and a few others to like say, oh, look, we're not censoring. And that's kind of the smokescreen screen uh, for censoring what's going on. I don't think he's the worst. They've had polls uh, that uh, the big tech companies did just last week where over 70% of Apple employees want me completely banned from the Internet, period. Uh, and then only 22% in the same uh, internal survey uh, at uh, Twitter said they want to be banned. So I guess maybe Dorsey has some First Amendment in him because at least his employees in a survey said they believe that.
4: What do you want President Trump to say to you or do to you? China? I mean,
2: he's his buddy with so what do you want him to do? Uh, well, Again, this is oh, Alex oh, Jones oh, oh, at a live press conference in Washington, D.C. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, while he puts hundreds of billions of dollars in tariffs on them, and, and while he sends the fleets there to confront them, and their belligerents trying to take over the South China Sea, and while they fired our ships. No, Trump is walking softly, carrying a big stick, and he's hoping China understands that we put them in power in 49, that the Rockefellers put them in power, Mao Zedong, and that they're lucky they even exist, because they didn't have any running water you know, there at, at the end of World War II. So if, if we would have gone there and saved them from the Japanese, they'd basically all be exterminated. So that's what's going on here: is that communist China has been enslaving its own people, and you got the Politburo appointing him as dictator for life. I understand Trump's being nice to him publicly for face-saving, so that it gives China an out to stop screwing us with a 500 billion dollar trade deficit, 300 billion a year on top of that. Uh, so, so, so we're talking about 800 plus billion dollars. In...
2: All right, and that's Alex Jones, a live press conference in Washington D.C. It's being live streamed right now, I think over Periscope as well, and there will be hearings later today. When we come back, we're going to talk at the bottom of the hour to Eugene Warwick about why possibly Rahm Emanuel left office. It may not be what the mainstream media is telling you.
1: You know, if I tried to sit here and tell you about the 60 plus products we have it in Full Wars Life, it'd take hours. Michael ZX Plus now has a lower price; it's stronger. It's the other equation in probiotics, it knocks out the yeast, the mold, uh, the candida. It's back in stock. The real red pill, it's been sold out for months. It's got the preglinone that's the precursor to all the natural hormones in your body. Then it's got all the minerals and the vitamins, the amino acids, so you can upload it. And our latest product that goes great with the Super Blue Colloidal Silver and Iodine Fortified Toothpaste is Super Blue Silver Immune Gargle. That's a spray you do, you can also swallow it. It's a supplement with iodine, uh, super high-quality silver, and a lot more. Without you, we couldn't do it. So thank you all for remembering InfoWarsStore.com and remembering that it's not just you that's already awake, but it's other people that aren't awake, and it's so essential to spread the word. Again, thank you so much for being part of the second American Revolution.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
3: found it. It's the real news. Live from the InfoWars.com studios in Austin, Texas, it's your host, David Knight.
2: Welcome back on this Wednesday, September the 5th, 2018. I'm David Knight. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Eugene Warwick. We've talked to Eugene, uh, I guess it's been about uh, a month or so ago. He has been involved in a decades-long fight with corruption in Chicago. Chicago is synonymous with a political machine and that kind of corruption that goes with it. And as part of that uh, famous corruption, they were given something called a Shackman Decree. And that was supposed to prevent this kind of political patronage and punishment that has become the hallmark of Chicago politics. They ignored that back in the mid nineteen eighties against Eugene Shackman, and he's been fighting them over that Shackman decree ever since. And so, in developments that have happened over the last uh, couple of days, we had a surprise announcement yesterday from Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel, who was uh, the White House chief of staff for Barack Obama, went back to uh, Chicago, where all these guys uh, are from. Actually, everybody expected him to win. He had by far and away the most amount of money. Uh, he was going to be, everybody expected that he would seek a third term in office. You had people, a couple of rumors, whispers began to emerge, uh, reports uh, the Chicago paper, the Chicago Tribune. Over the Labor Day weekend, there was some whispering that maybe he might not be running again. Uh, the mayor's closest aides privately dismissed this as nothing but bull and BS. And according to Chicago Tribune, Emmanuel even told some close friends who called to inquire about the rumors that they weren't true. And then yesterday, suddenly, catching everybody's surprise, he resigned. And the uh, indication of how everybody was surprised was they said, behind the scenes, many potential candidates are making phone calls to big-dollar donors and political operatives to gauge support for a run. Other names being floated by Chicago's political class, former U.S. Secretary of Education Arne Duncan Former White House senior advisor, Valerie Jarrett. Oh, well, Valerie's going to be in the news again, maybe in politics again. So it's interesting to see how this is coming down. Even the Chicago Tribune said, uh, well, you know, he might have a federal court enforcing changes to the city's police department. Well, he might have some other court problems as well. Eugene Warwick is going to be joining us, as I said, at the bottom of the hour. He believes that uh, what he is involved in is in no small way one of the reasons why Rahm Emanuel, resigned from Chicago. And, of course, Chicago is all about the Obama political machine, and it's where they are building that massive tribute to Barack Obama as well. But when we talk about the hearings coming up today, I just want to play you a couple more clips, a little bit more information about uh, uh, the fallout from yesterday. Because what we saw was a political party, They call themselves Democrats, but they're nothing but demagogues. And they have a demo mob that, as I pointed out, the last uh, hour, three doctors from Texas who went to the hearings. They wanted to uh, see the hearings. They watched these people coming up in line. They saw them being handed money, being given instructions, being told to be as disruptive as possible, being told to get arrested if possible, uh, then uh, celebrating the... Fact they got arrested. maybe they get more money if they get arrested. I don't know. You know. They're writing down who got arrested and so forth. They said, we took off our credentials and just kind of tried to walk through getting a little bit of information with these people. And we realized that they didn't really have any political beliefs. They were just paid, astroturf people out there, a lot of them. I'm sure some of them did have political beliefs, in that, they? But they're really just Democrat operatives, and they just really want to obstruct the process. And when we want to talk about people who are just demagogues and mob tactics, let's start with Kamala Harris because this is the way the hearing actually began yesterday. Let's run that clip. Video clip number 2.
0: On the nomination of
7: Mr. Judge Chairman Judge
2: Brett Kavanaugh. Mr. Chairman, to serve as Associate Justice Mr. Chairman, on the I'd, I'd like to be recognized Court, for United a
7: question States. before we proceed. Regular- Mr. Chairman, I'd like to be recognized to ask a question before we proceed. The committee received just last night, less than 15 hours ago, 42,000 pages of documents that we have not had an opportunity to review or read or analyze.
13: You're out uh, You're out of order. I'll proceed.
7: We cannot possibly move forward, Mr. Chairman. I extend this a very
0: warm welcome we have not to been
7: Judge Cavanaugh to, to his wife, hearing Ashley. Nominee. Their
0: two daughters... Mr. Chairman,
12: I agree with my
7: colleague, friends. Senator Harris. Mr. Chairman, Judge we received... This is what passes
2: for government anymore. How, how do you do justify either side of this argument? This I don't know, and I'm not going to try small.
0: to. it an exciting day for all of you here. <laughs> And you're rightly proud Mr. Of Chairman, the if, judge, if we cannot be recognized, I move to adjourn. The American people. Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn. To directly, <laughs> we're not going to let you do this.
2: We're just going to resist this and shut it down. That's why we got a mob here. Mr.
0: Chairman, I move to adjourn. I'm, Mr. Chairman, we have been denied. We have been denied real access to the documents we need to Mr. advise. Chairman, regular consent, orders called for. which turns this hearing into a charade and a mockery of our norms. Well, Mr. Chairman, I therefore move to adjourn this hearing. Okay.
2: Okay, so that's the Democrats. That's the way they want to roll with that. Now, they have been denying you the documents that you want to see on social media, but that's okay. And they're going to be demanding in hearings today that uh, your access to information be shut down. They don't like, and I don't like the fact that all these documents are dumped at the last minute, but we understand how they're going to use that. That has become the standard operating procedure. Everybody criticized Nancy Pelosi for dumping several thousand pages of documents for a bill at the very last minute so that nobody had uh, time to read it. It wasn't possible to read through all that before the votes had to be taken. And she said, uh, just vote for it. We have to pass it so we can find out what's in it. Remember that? Remember that? And then the Republicans got control of the House. And instead of having transparency and reasonable order, they did the same thing that the Democrats did. They started this whole document dump process where we don't have any transparency, where even the people in Washington, even the elected representatives, don't have time to take a look at anything, as if the background of Brett Kavanaugh really mattered to them anyway. They had already made up their mind that they're going to oppose anybody that was on the list of 25 candidates that President Trump put out, saying, These are the people that I'm going to choose from for Supreme Court. Uh, replacements if I have that opportunity. President Trump offered more transparency with that 25-candidate list than anybody has. And they've had now a couple of years. They could have gone through and done a detailed background check on those 25 candidates. Everybody pretty much knows where Brett Kavanaugh is. You don't have to have those 42,000 pages of documents. That's not necessary for the decision. The decision was already made. The very fact that it was somebody that President Trump, Trump chose, that was why they were going to oppose those people. So in this particular case, that doesn't really apply. But you understand, I hope by now, that both the Democrats and Republicans are playing this shameful game of putting out thousands of pages of regulations, things that are going to completely alter the way our society is organized, intruding into the most minute details of our lives, and putting out those regulations without any time to read what is involved in them. And the Republicans do the same thing. This, however, is not the case, even though he released all these internal documents about what he had said or done within the Bush administration. That was just a fishing expedition. He is very, very, very well documented in terms of what he has done as a judge. There's no question about that. So this is political grandstanding by a lot of presidential wannabes like Kamala Harris. And it is nothing but obstruction by people who claim that they don't like obstruction. Lindsey Graham, who I don't usually agree with, cut to the essence of this. He said, if you want to pick the judges, you're going to have to win the elections. But they can't win the elections because nobody likes their politics. We don't like their policies. We don't like their socialism. That's why, even after President Obama got elected president, and because of his policies, not because he was black, but because of his policies, they lost 1,000 seats nationwide, that political party did. Because of the policies of Obama and others. Saw it in North Carolina. North Carolina went for Obama in 2008. By 2010, they went solidly in the Republican direction. They didn't like his policies. And that happened across the country. So now they're going to try their other tactics. They're going to take over uh, district attorney's offices. That's what George Soros is doing. State attorney generals and these hearings. InfoWars
1: Life is launching its newest product. We're really, really proud of it. It's a best source prebiotic fiber, and it's got the very best concentrated fibers uh, from berries and fruits and other compounds that have been known to be the very best for your body and for regularity and so much more. And it synergistically works with our 50 billion live active culture, floral life, as well as ZX that targets the yeast, the mold, and the funguses in the gut. So this is the time to take advantage of getting this new incredible fiber product and these other products. You get them separately or together and make really, really big savings and get high-quality products at the same time. And I'm doing this to introduce these products to you. Bodies sold out at a month. Uh, strongest concentrated turmeric formula we could come up with. It sold out for another month and a half. We sold it at 50% off till it sold out. And I think it's going to be the same way with this fiber Get yours today, InfoWarsLife.com.
11: We all know that the outside toxins in the water is a serious health issue. InfoWars is proud to sell incredible filters, but it's almost impossible to keep up with every faucet, shower, and sink in your home. That's why we're bringing you something to provide clean water for your whole house with one system. The Pro-Pure Whole House Water Filtration System is an advanced, four-stage, compact filtration system, That will provide water filtration for your entire home, removing 220 plus contaminants from your water. It's compact in size, easy to install and maintain, and keeps fluoride and other dangerous toxins out of your water supply and away from you and your family. With its broad spectrum contaminant reduction, you'll only need this one filter for clean and refreshing water all over your home. Head to InfoWarsStore.com, and whether it's your first water filtration purchase or you're looking to replace your current rundown systems, it's time to go big and go home with the Pro-Pure Whole House Filtration System today.
14: The scientists at InfoWars Life have created a powerful formula for inflammatory support and joint support. Discover the power of ancient medicine with bodies. Bodies contains one of the most potent forms of turmeric available. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years and is one of the most studied herbals today. It is well known in traditional medicine for its soothing properties. Our pure turmeric extract plus piperine from black pepper makes for optimal absorption to help boost and support your flexibility, mobility, joint function, immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric root from the store only contains 1 5% of active ingredients but our turmeric root extract contains over 95% of the active ingredients. Bodies combines turmeric with organic herbs such as spearmint, sage, lemon balm, and thyme to work synergistically for full body support. Try Bodies today at InfoWarsLife.com or call us at one 253 3139
1: I want to plow into all of this that I'm going to spend a few minutes here first, just encouraging listeners to understand that When you buy T-shirts or water filtration systems or books or videos or other material from InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the revolution. I mean, I cannot say it any clearer. And so it is essential that you purchase the products at InfoWarsStore.com. I don't want to thank everybody that has, but we've got the best fluoride-free toothpaste with colloidal silver and with high-quality atomic iodine in it. You cannot beat that for children and adults. We've got the best mouthwash designed by Dr. Jones. That's my dad. With colloidal silver and iodine as well. InfoWarsLife.com or 888-253-3139. And your purchase of the products stands with us, stands with America, stands with Trump, stands against the globalists and their satanic pedophile armies. And that's who they are, and they know we know who they are, and they're coming back against us, so we need your support.
3: You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
2: Welcome back. We're going to be talking to Eugene Shackman in the next segment, and there's something big that is happening in Chicago right now, and this stuff is uh, has national importance. This isn't simply about Chicago and the corruption that is in Chicago. It's not simply about the political corruption, the patronage, or the punishment of uh, of uh, city employees or county employees based on who they support or don't support in elections. Yeah, that is a big. That was the origin of all of this. And that was what happened to Eugene Warwick. And then as he fought them over this, and of course they had a history of this, so they had something that was imposed upon them. I I believe he's going to join us and break down the details. I'm going from memory from our previous uh, interview. I believe it was imposed by the Supreme Court. It was called the Shackman Decree. But it was a court-imposed decree called the Shackman Decree saying you're not going to do this. Well, they did it then anyway to Eugene Warwick, and he's been fighting them for the last 30-some-odd years. And this thing started to come to a head, and as part of this fight to get justice uh, under the Shackman Decree for political punishment because he contributed to the wrong candidate, a candidate that they didn't like, so they decided they would punish this guy who was a, a truck driver for the city. As part of that, he discovered that they were rigging court records. This is a very big deal, and they found that this is a problem that goes on within courts outside of even Chicago. So what they discovered was not only political patronage and corruption in Chicago, no surprise there, but in trying to get justice for that, and trying to enforce the Shackman Decree, which was put there because of this long period of political corruption, he discovered another kind of corruption, that they would deliberately go in and alter court records. And as they have gone through the appeal process all the way up to the Supreme Court, they have discovered even more corruption. Now, this is starting to blow back on them. We have an article that just came out of the uh, Chicago Sun-Times. Political patronage hiring ban is no longer needed in Cook County, says Preckwinkle. (laughs) somebody named Preckwinkle. Tony Preckwinkle, the Cook County board president. Tony Preckwinkle, right there in the picture, you can see her. Uh, She's saying, uh, we don't need this Shackman decree anymore. See, they're running scared with this. Running scared. Uh, let's get rid of the Shackman Decree because things are starting to get hot with you, Gene Warwick's case. Discovering not only that they violated the Shackman Decree and they're going to have a big judgment to pay out. by saying, oh, we got all these pension plan problems. Well, you got a lawsuit problem here, too. You got pension problems in Illinois. You got pension problems in Chicago. You got uh, corruption decrees that are going to be put on the way the Chicago Police Department operates. And the same way they've done this for, with the Shackman Decree, and now they say, wait, wait, we can shut this thing down now. It's been a while. We can shut this thing down. And uh, Eugene Wark is going to be joining us saying that uh, this is what is really behind. This is breaking news, folks. Nobody else has this. It's an exclusive here at uh, Real News. We have uh, Eugene Shackman is going to be joining us to talk about why Rahm Emanuel really resigned. Very important to understand this. Took everybody by surprise. Took his Campaign people, totally by surprise when he said that on Tuesday. He and his campaign people were shutting down any ideas that they might not run again. And then uh, now you got Politico and other people putting in a backstory, saying, yeah, you know, he's been doing this for 23 years. He's put his country before his family. And as he dropped off his youngest son at college, he just decided, I'm not going to do this anymore. Well, newsflash, you just dropped your youngest son off at college. <laughs> you don't have a reason to stay home and work with your family anymore, right? Uh, Maybe he's going to go retire to Florida and go fishing. I don't know what will happen with him. But uh, it took a lot of people by surprise. So they're fishing around to see who's going to take his place in the election. Yeah, there were about a dozen candidates. None of them had a chance. You're always going to have a lot of people running for uh, mayor of Chicago. But now they're casting around for some real candidates, you know, people like Valerie Jarrett, who were with Rahm Emanuel in the Obama administration. Obama's Chicago is really the basis for a lot of the problems that we have in this country come from right now. Talk about Bill Ayers all the time. Bill Ayers stopped bombing buildings, went to Chicago, got involved in educational reform so that he could push this white skin privilege that they've been pushing with the uh, weather underground, with the weathermen. He got off somehow. They just didn't, they, you know, technicality. We can't send Bill Ayers to prison for bombing buildings. Or killing people with bombs? We can't do that. He's too important. He's too politically connected. His dad was very, very well connected. And so these revolutionaries come up with a revolutionary idea for how they're going to bomb your children's minds. And they've had a lot of effect on education nationwide. Because when education becomes centralized with a department of education, which happened about the same time, they said, you know what, let's just stop this bombing thing. We've got now a Department of Education. We can take that over and we can really change what people are taught. We can really turn our government schools into a propaganda system to create the kind of unrest that we've always wanted. We can use the schools to undo the foundations that America was built on. We don't want to teach them uh, any, uh, the ability to read or to write. We don't want them to have the ability to think. We'll let them know what they can see on social media. And we're going to have them embrace our view of history. And we're going to have them blind to everything but skin color and have them fighting each other over skin color. All this stuff that we're seeing right now had its genesis in the corrupt uh, Garden of Eden for the Democrats called uh, Chicago. That's where this all came from, that cesspool there. And so it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking to uh, Eugene Warwick about Rahm Emanuel's resignation real quickly the time that we got left in this segment. Reuters is reporting that the U.K. has named two Russian suspects for the attempted murder of Sergei Skripal with nerve gas. Now, this was done on March 4th, the poisoning of Sergei Skripal. And he was poisoned, no doubt about that. But there's also no doubt about the fact that on that day, nobody died. Not Sergei, not his daughter, not the police detective who was also poisoned with something. Nobody died. And if it was Novichok, nerve gas. It's eight times more powerful than the VX nerve gas that American forces use. So if it was Novichok, as Vladimir Putin said when he laughed when reporters asked him, uh, they would all be dead, he said, and they would. They wouldn't have gotten sick. And the doctor who tended to them on the park bench for 30 minutes without any protective equipment would have been dead as well. It wasn't nerve gas. They had symptoms that looked like they had taken an opioid overdose, according to the nurse who treated them. There were reports that came out immediately that, oh, 40 people have fallen ill in the Salisbury area, which, as we've pointed out, is just a couple of miles down the road from the UK's chemical weapons facility, Porton Down. Now, this is now six months later. And they have a couple of suspects. Does that seem suspicious to you? When I covered this and said this is a false flag being put out by Theresa May and Nikki Haley trying to push for a war in Syria, greater involvement in Syria, pushing against the Russians, I said, uh, the inspector said, we've got hundreds of detectives working on this. This could take months. But of course, Theresa May and Nikki Haley knew who was behind it right away from the very beginning. Those ace detectives. They should have gone down there and helped Scotland Yard because they're so helpless. All those Inspector Lestrades, they needed a Holmes and Watson in the form of May and Haley to explain to them how this is going, because it took them six months to come up with a suspect. And of course, they're not going to indict them, because they said, well, we're not going to be able to extradite them. Maybe they should explain that to Rod Rosenstein.
6: Living in Volcano may sound more dramatic than it really is. The real drama can be found here in Lelania states. But a lot of us on the Big Island rely on rainwater, and we need to be concerned about ash and acid rain. Volcanic ash may contain heavy metal particles, and acid rain could lower the pH of the water to unhealthy levels. To find out, we employed a series of tests for heavy metals, alkalinity, and pH. What we learned was that there was, in fact, unhealthy levels of heavy metals and acidity in the rainwater. Next, we tested the water from our Alexa Pure gravity filter. And not only were the heavy metal levels within safe measure, but the pH was also restored to optimal levels. As it turns out, the filter on the Alexa pure raises the pH of the water. So what we've learned is that volcanic ash and acid rain can contaminate a rainwater supply. But more importantly, a good water filtration
11: system will purify it.
6: Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com. We knew it was coming. The whole thing was
1: formulaic. First, demonize InfoWars, lie about us, build a straw man, then sue us to add credibility to that, then have a few fake strikes on YouTube and Facebook with nebulous terms like bullying children and Islamophobia, and then voila, two weeks later, ban InfoWars completely off of dozens of major platforms where we were all in the top five or top 10 news feeds. Go to InfoWars.com forward slash show. Subscribe to the free podcast. Just click on the link. Whatever you're subscribing to your podcast in, it'll pop up there. It's also critical to go to InfoWars.com forward slash newsletter and give us your email so that we can stay in contact with you and send you videos and articles on our own platform. But whatever you do, Tell folks about Infowars.com forward slash show, how they can download the free Android and iPhone apps, how they can then reach out to others with the information and point out this is the verboten info. This is what they don't want you to see. Alex Jones here with an extremely exciting announcement that will be a gift to yourself and a gift to the Infowar to fight the globalists and live in a free society. Several years ago, I set out with top formulators in the US to create the strongest, most concentrated, over the top stamina, libido, workout, brain formula that is safe. I know Today at InfowarsLife.com. Everybody needs to try Alpha Power today.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
3: You're listening to real news with David Knight.
1: And now, live from the InfoWars.com studios in Austin, Texas, it's your host, David
2: Knight. Well, things are happening in Chicago, and they're happening pretty quickly. On Friday, we had the Chicago Sun-Time point out that the political patronage hiring ban is no longer needed. They're pleading for the Shackman Decree that was imposed back in 1972 because of corruption In Chicago. The political hiring or the political firing of individuals, depending on who they supported in politics. And uh, that was a decree that was put on them, the Shackman Decree. They continued to do it, however. They did it to an individual who's going to be joining us right now, Eugene Warwick. He's been fighting them since the mid-1980s. And as part of this court case, he has discovered other even more troubling things that have national implications as he's walked this whole thing through the appeals process, as he has found falsified court documents, systematically falsified, not just with his case but with many others where they're creating false court transcripts. This should concern everybody who is involved in any kind of uh, court hearing or justice. So we had that information come out on Friday. We're trying to get the Shackman decree off. And then over the Labor Day weekend, we're told that Rahm Emanuel, who has more money than anybody else running for this uh, office in, uh, of mayor in Chicago, be his third term that he'd be running for re-election with. Uh, he surprised everybody yesterday by just dropping out. All of a sudden, everybody was like, whoa, we, nobody saw this coming. As a matter of fact, there were some people that were whispering about it over the weekend, but Rahm Emanuel himself called up, so there's no truth to the rumors. All of his, none of his uh, people working on his campaign, none of his staff believed that there was anything to this. And then all of a sudden he dropped the bomb. He said, well, I need to spend more time with my family after 23 years. It just dropped off my youngest kid at college. I want to spend some more time with them, and so forth. And so now people are starting to backfill as to reasons why this would suddenly happen. But I want you to hear the reason that Eugene Warwick and Tim O'Donnell, who's also going to be joining us, uh, give. They believe that this has to do with this long-running case that Eugene Warwick has been running, uh, uh, going through, trying to get some justice on that involves the Shackman Decree. Uh, which, I, as I point out, they were talking about it on Friday, holding a press conference saying we've got to shut down this Shackman decree. Uh, so, and let me tell you how you can find out uh, more information about this, how you can uh, help them, because this is something that is going to have national implication. Uh, you can follow what's going on on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Eugene Warwick. And you spell that E U uh, G E N E W Z O R E K. W Z O R E K is the way you spell Warwick. So, joining us now is Eugene Warwick and Tim O'Donnell. Welcome, gentlemen.
15: Yeah, how you doing? Doing good. Good morning.
2: Doug? Doug. Good morning. And so, Eugene, let me go to you first. Uh, why do you think that Rahm Emanuel resigned?
15: Well, there could be a lot of reasons, but just speculating, uh, you got to remember now that we've taken this to the Supreme Court, and the Seventh Circuit is now involved. Uh, The clerks of the Supreme Court in there, we joined them with a lawsuit, which Tim will tell you about. And don't forget, the judges up there are responsible for their clerks. So it could be a bad thing here going on because it would cause a lot of damage and a lot of money. And basically, it's not just about a truck driver job. It's the First Amendment. Mm -hmm. And then basically, that would go into the cases for the children, prisoners, everything else. So that would go around the whole country like this. So basically what you have is, say, in President Trump, let's just bring him up here. Okay, say they did the FISA report on him. Well, if they put any fraud in the FISA report, he's free. I mean, his lawyers maybe can't say they don't want to do it because they have the Bar Association rules. But you've got to remember, if any case had fraud in it, it vitiates everything that's in the case.
2: Oh, yeah. And we know that a lot of times they'll talk about that and say this is the fruit of a poisonous tree. If they scammed everybody or even scammed the FISA court by planting stories in the press and then coming to the FISA judge and saying, look, we got these stories, which they put in the press. We got these stories about perhaps uh, Trump-Russian collusion, and then the guy, the FISA court gives them a search warrant. Uh, That is uh, anything that they get with that search warrant then is a fruit of a poisonous tree. And now we've learned that they didn't even – we just had a judicial watch lawsuit. Asking for what was the basis for Carter Page's FISA warrant. And they said, well, we didn't even get a FISA warrant for Carter Page. We just started surveilling him. So, yeah, there's a lot of fraud in that.
15: So think about that now. If there's fraud in a case, how can you rely on the other things being true? That just throws the case out completely. Now, the lawyers can't do that because they've got to fight their own kind of way. If you're pro se, you can bring this up. Like there's mm-hmm. things in the case where everybody thinks, well, it's just a truck driver's job, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't understand that there were no precedents in my case. My case stood on its own. It is the precedent and for the First Amendment. Yeah. So basically, they don't understand it. Plus, there's articles in there by the judge where he makes a ruling that nobody can treat you as a lawyer if you're pro se. So that would throw the judge completely out of whack because he's got to follow the precedent in the court. Now, I won the case back in 1988, and basically they tried to appeal it. But here's the point. You can't appeal a contract. They broke the law. So they actually frauded the Supreme Court, too, because the Supreme Court made it that the Northern District was to see that this never happened again. And this was the only case that got true. And as we went into this, we started start putting other things into it, like criminal cases, child cases. And basically, it's a thing that makes you whole. So what I went is uh, this Bianca woman, and that would make me whole with another family because I lost, you know, what I had. So basically we can prove in that case that there's a lot of fraud. So that's part of making me whole. And if they want to go into that, we can go into that and bring that case in here and win that case. So you're looking at a whole storm of things that come from this. And remember, there's no precedence in my case. No other cases are used. They try to come on with cases that they never lost before, but they were summary judgments. Once you pass and go into court, that's it. Now, here's another thing. You've seen this in other cases, and I know there's people out there that are not stupid. If I'm the winner, scheckman has gone. What is he doing for the next 20 years in them cases? They were trying to hide my case because it set a precedent. Now, they could have actually took care of this by putting me back on or on disability, but they couldn't because if they did that, they would admit it's a loss. If it's a loss, they lose everything. So basically, that's why they kept it out there so long. And we went after the tapes, the audio tapes. Everybody's got tapes because there was nothing in there that was good. I mean, and when you they, went after
2: the audio tapes, what you found was that they had falsified the transcripts. Is that correct?
15: I, oh, yeah. That, the trans- Well, see, I got the transcript in a better way. They were trying to me to get a lawyer because I did my case pro se. But then when I was pretty good at it, they wanted to bring a lawyer in because the lawyer takes you so far and then he settled. Mm-hmm. See a pro se can go all the way up to the Supreme Court if they let him in and say what he wants to say. And he's not held to the bar restoration, you know, laws. So it's just like the president even's got Giuliani who's a great lawyer and likes the president. He can only use what he can use as a lawyer. See, a pro se can go in there and say, Hey, Trump should be out of this because there's fraud See they can't they can't have that. That makes a pro se more powerful than anything if he knows what he's doing. And it becomes the tricks of the trade then. So you start using different attitudes to go in there. Like if the people can't handle their case, their main objective is go look for fraud. Fraud changes the whole case around because of the criminal act, and you're in. They just dismiss it and evitiate it, and you're the winner.
2: So, so it, you found fraud, and uh, you, you put that in and as part of your appeal going to the Supreme Court. Uh, they did, the clerk at the uh, Supreme Court uh, did not pass that along to the Supreme Court, and we want to talk about what happened with that with uh, Tim O'Donnell, and we'll do most of that in the uh, next segment. But we've got a break coming up in about 50 seconds. Uh, just give us a little bit of a preview about what we're going to be talking about in terms of uh, the shenanigans and appealing to the Supreme Court.
15: Well, if you go in with Tim and he's going to talk about it, they got themselves attached to the case now. Now, since they're attached to the case... And I widened the Shackman on a ruling that showed that all your bosses are responsible for your middle management. They were trying to get away from that and only have the boss the key guy. But we widened that and made it wider. So now you can actually attach the Supreme Court clerks to that. Now, once you attach them, you're just about attaching the Supreme Court judges.
2: All right, so we're going to talk about that when we come back. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be talking to Eugene Warwick about what is going on in Chicago and what is going on with our court system. We'll be right back. I'm David Knight.
13: Choose to take control of your chemistry with Survival Shield X2 and BioTrue Selenium. This powerful combo is perfect for supporting your thyroid and health. brain fog, Survival Shield X2 and BioTrue Selenium work together to support the systems in your body. Take control of your chemistry today with this super combo. Discover the power of Survival Shield X2 and BioTrue Selenium at infowarslife.com.
4: InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine, introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, researchers in France noticed that people who ate certain quail eggs experienced less seasonal immune and inflammatory responses. They began studying this effect in published trials, and decades later, we now have the fruit of this research, a fast-acting, chewable tablet that helps alleviate seasonal distress symptoms
1: A powerful preglinone base, the Real Red Pill, has quickly become one of our fellow InfoWarriors' favorite products. Now, with an extra proprietary energy blend inside, including green tea extract, iramante, leaf extract, and more, you can get that extra pick-me-up while supporting your mind and body in a healthy way. It's got all the great stuff that Real Red Pill has, but it's also got the boost in it. Get the Real Red Pill Plus at InfoWarStore.com.
4: Staying healthy on the go is just as important as staying healthy at home, but sometimes supplements don't work fast enough. That's why InfoWars Life has created a powerful new addition to the Super Blue line, Super Blue Silver Immune Gargle. Available in one ounce, 35 ounce, and 16 ounce bottles, Immune Gargle is perfect for the bathroom, kitchen or wherever you go. The incredible new purifying formula is dentist recommended for daily use whenever you feel like you need to stay clean as a powerful hand purifier or oral cleansing formula just a small spray will help you stay clean when you feel surrounded by toxins with powerful yet simple ingredients immune gargle features sole nano-silver Nano for a powerful cleansing alternative with super blue silver immune gargle staying toxin free is easy and affordable help stop the spread of toxins and stay healthy with super blue silver immune gargle only available at infowarslife.com that's infowarslife
3: You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
2: Welcome back. We're talking to Eugene Warwick. We had the surprise resignation of Rahm Emanuel yesterday. On Friday, we had Cook County there in Chicago. Uh, Chicago is in Cook County, I guess. (laughs) Put it that way. Uh, But nevertheless, we had uh, Cook County... Uh, officer saying, we've got to get rid of the Shackman Decree. Now, most people outside of Chicago don't know about the Shackman Decree, but they do know about political patronage because it's basically what characterizes the Chicago government. So we've had Eugene Warwick, who has been fighting this uh, for 30-some-odd years. He won in court. Uh, they refused to pay him. Uh, they have been fighting that refusal, if I understand that correctly. We're going to get this, uh, if, if I don't, you guys correct me. We're talking to Eugene Warwick and also to Tim O'Donnell. They have... Appeal this case all the way to the Supreme Court. Last time I talked to Eugene was before the appeal to the Supreme Court. And so I want to find out uh, from Tim. Let's go to Tim now. And Tim, can you fill us in on the details of what happened with the the filings and the briefs on the way to the Supreme Court? Because you guys believe that you were not given justice in that process either. Is that correct?
12: Uh, that's correct. Uh, Eugene uh, has been in the Supreme Court. Uh, this is not his first time in front of the Supreme Court either. Uh, there was a decision from 1996, and there was also a filing uh, by Sheila Mannix in 2010. So this is technically uh, Eugene's third time in front of the Supreme Court. They can hardly claim ignorance. Um, but what happened is since the 19th of July, uh, Eugene, uh, Eugene's presentation was accepted by the clerks they immediately, it's rapid fire, turned it back around. I think it was like the next day, Eugene had this uh, package back at his doorstep with a letter on it that's saying that it was out of time. His petition was out of time. Um, hmm. The basis of Eugene's writ, and it's up, um, it's been publicly posted at archive.org. If anybody um, searches Eugene's last name, W-Z-O-R-E-K, they can find the link at archive.org. There's the full writ right there. And um, it's based in two things. It's based in... What can only be called an absolute and complete fraud of hiding Eugene's medical transcripts. Uh, in one instance, his medical transcripts were hidden and obscured for five years, which allows uh, defendant to, to do quite a number of things uh, in in quote appeals and that sort of thing. And in in two other instances, these uh, these medical transcripts, which are which are transcripts of expert medical witness testimony, have been hidden to this day. Hmm. Uh, which wow. that requires uh, that requires the efforts of clerks, of transcriptionists, of, of clerk, you know, of court recordists, of officers of the court and of judges. I mean, wow. how can you Eugene can't get these transcripts because the tape recordings of the proceedings don't even exist. They, they've they completely hidden, you know, uh, court ordered mm-hmm. medical witness testimony. How does that happen? And so uh, that was the first basis. The second basis was a rule eleven E violation by the. Uh, uh, acting uh, corporation counsel for city of Chicago. And the Rule 11e violation, neither of those two things has any statute of limitations whatsoever. And so- And tell people uh, what
2: the Rule 11e uh, is about. Uh, that, that's about, uh, oh, go ahead, I'll let you uh, define it.
12: Sure, Rule 11e in a nutshell, without citing the, citing the entire rule, is basically if any <clears throat> member or officer of the court uh, goes to the clerk's office and signs out a piece of evidence, such as the, the tape, the original tape of the proceeding. That's, a, that's evidence that is, uh, is to be remain with the court at all times. Now, if that document or that piece of evidence doesn't make it back into the court, then th- that's a major violation. The, uh, the offending party is, can be considered in contempt of court, and then that party is also, in this case the defendant, is not allowed to file with the court. And this, this goes in perpetuity until the document is returned to the court clerk's office.
2: It's tampering with evidence, essentially. And and we have seen the government tamper with evidence in trial after trial after trial. I mean, I've seen it uh, when we got involved with the uh, covering the Bundy trial and all the different uh, various defendants that were involved in that. We had the uh, the judge coming in and saying, you're not going to let the uh, jury see this, hiding evidence from them and so forth, uh, not actually physically removing it, which is a different thing uh, that they did with this Rule 11e. But as you're pointing out, these things don't have a statute of limitations. So how could the Supreme Court clerk say that you are out of time on these things?
12: Well, it seemed a little bit, to me, it seemed uh, prefunctory. It seemed like a first or second year law student reply. So it literally took me less than five minutes to find the relevant case law. This was with a Google search. I mean, anybody could have done it. And uh, I helped Eugene craft a reply. He went ahead and uh, filed that reply on the uh, 25th of July. And then uh, that time they kind of held on to it for a minute. I would imagine they circulated it around. And then on August 2nd, they sent another reply, which was just a a larger restatement of what they had already said. Um, And it just, you know, it's kind of nonplussed everybody. You know, like they were just saying the same thing, only in more elaborate terms. And so uh, then on August 15th, Eugene filed uh, essentially service. He filed an affidavit to the Supreme Court and and enjoined the clerks for fraud because Eugene has a standing. Uh, Shackman violation it's a standing case uh, so what
2: happens when you charge uh, the clerks of the Supreme Court with fraud I mean who hears that case the first thing is they ignore you and
12: then they pretend like nothing happened they literally sent personal service back I don't know it sounds anybody. like
2: everything the government does they ignore you and yeah. then they pretend nothing happened
12: yeah I don't know anybody that has the right to send personal service back to the to the uh, the you know the mailer I don't know how they got away with that but they tried it and so um, Here's the procedure, believe it or not. And we spent more than half a day in phone calls trying to find out what the procedure was, who to report this to. And if the clerk, if you have a problem, a major problem or a minor problem with a clerk of any court, the person to report that problem to is, guess. get this, it's the clerk of court. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's, yeah. If you have a problem with the Department of Justice, call the Department of Justice. Right. Or you've got a problem with the FBI, just call them. They'll tell you that there is no problem.
12: Right. We here at the Department of Redundancy Department take our job very seriously.
2: Right. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. So what do you uh, do at this point? Where do you go now that uh, you've hit uh, just uh, a a brick wall and and these people are just stonewalling you on uh, saying, well, you know, uh, we're going to ignore this. We're going to ignore the crimes. Uh, We're going to commit crimes to ignore those crimes. And there's nobody that you can talk to about this.
12: Well, Eugene's already joined the clerks in Shackman. So based on the Rule 11e, they have just uh, committed a violation of the rules of the court. They should be fired. Summarily. So we have to go about and set about making that happen. I don't know exactly how you do it when you have to report it to the people who have to fire themselves. But uh, <laughs> technically speaking, I suppose they're overseen by the justices of the Supreme Court. So maybe that's an avenue.
2: Well, you know, that's what President Trump, I guess, has been trying to do with Jeff Sessions. Uh, Jeff, fire yourself. You're not, <laughs> you're not right, doing right. your job or you violated this. I mean, it, it, and I wanted to talk to you guys, not only because of what's going on with uh, Chicago and with Rahm Emanuel, but also because it shows a st- sorry state of our court system, not just the corruption in the Department of Justice, but also the corruption in the Supreme Court. At the time that we're having a uh, all these hearings about, you know, we got all the theatrics going on with the Democrats about who's going to replace, uh, you know, the retiring uh, judge there, we, we see that uh, this is a bit of a sham, isn't it?
12: I think it's more than a bit of a sham. In fact, uh, when you have... When you have a pattern in practice that starts in city of Chicago employment, and they're claiming that they've gotten rid of it now, which is it's amazing to me, but you know, they claim that they've gotten rid of all the, all the patronage. But When you have a pattern that starts within the city of Chicago employment, and it's been going on for decades, it extends into the courts, the clerks, the officers, the transcriptionists, uh, the judges. And then it goes up to the Northern District in Chicago, and it goes up to the Seventh Circuit, and now we have the clerks. I mean, you know, honestly, it's looking like uh it's looking like racketeering to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, it does, uh, which is what we'd expect uh from anything coming out of Chicago, yeah, but this and, goes yeah. all the way up the federal uh, path and it, we've about.
12: we've got it right up to the clerks of the Supreme Court now. So, you know, when you enjoin the clerks of the Supreme Court in a Shackman, that's racketeering. Yeah. And that's what they seem to have missed. Maybe they're trying to avoid a a racketeering investigation, but I don't think they're going to be able to avoid this when Eugene has 30-plus years of evidence in black and white. And it's going to be very difficult for them to explain missing transcripts because there's nothing to make the transcripts from. That's the transcripts in his job. That's the whole reason why he or she is there.
2: And that's why people should be concerned about this particular case. If we have a court system that is corrupt from the top all the way down to the bottom, if it is nothing but racketeering, that is something that affects everybody here, and we're seeing this in every case that we cover, whether it's the Bundys or whether it's Ross Ulbricht and the Silk Road or whether it's uh, Eugene Warwick, we're seeing this in all of these different cases because those are the ones. If you're involved in a case, you probably have seen it as well. This type of corruption and bullying that is going on there. We've only got about uh, one minute left. Do you guys think that this has anything to do with Rahm Emanuel and and why would this oh, yeah. uh, uh, hit back on him? Just just tell us real quick. Can I give
12: you, Can I give you a quick example of how big it is? Sure. I was thumbing through some of Eugene's uh, documents, and he has a, a treasure trove of documents. I've got something here dated December 12, 1995. It's from the U.S. Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. It's to uh, Eugene's attorney, Mr. James Cheslow. Dear Mr. Cheslow, we reread your letter of November 8th, blah, 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 allegations and proprieties. Uh, we thank you for bringing this matter to our attention we regret that we are unable to assist you further. So Eugene filed uh, evidence. Uh, an affidavit with the Department of Justice. Hang on, we got to take a quick break.
2: Can you stay with us uh, for uh, the top of the hour? we got about another five minutes. Sure we'll can. We'll wrap this up. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to talk to uh, Tim O'Donnell. We're going to broaden this out a little bit. This is not just about this specific case. Very important.
3: You're listening to Real News with David Knight.